Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. Big Z. And the Blue Kool-Aid crew is back this week, and we're actually talking football. Real football. Training camp has finally started, and not just sitting in a room for a week going over videos. No, they're really on the field this week. And there's a lot to talk about, a lot of new things, fullback, wide receiver, DBs. In this episode, we apologize, kind of jumping all around, but we're just so excited that a million things are racing to our mind, and we're talking about it. Football is coming back. It's about 22, 23 days away um, from this recording, and we cannot wait to just see the boys in Honolulu back. Um, We're drinking the Blue Kool-Aid hard, listeners, and I hope you are too. This is a season set up so well for the Lions. We want to thank everybody for listening. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please share, please subscribe to this podcast. But now, sit back, relax. It's time to talk about real football, training camp, and now it's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. A Detroit Lions podcast made by lifelong Lions fans, UJ. I've been really drinking a lot of Kool-Aid tonight. Special brand of Kool-Aid called Weller. Bob. It's hard to find the little losses here. Stafford, <laughs> regular season MVP. Rudd Dog. We're going to just be that team that yeah. just can flow like water and adapt to any team. The new dynasty is born. And Connor got to be Stafford. Now with the two tight end sets that I'm so excited about, I see it all clicking. And I'm your host, Big Z. The media knows nothing. Forward down the field. One pride. Get your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Hey, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back. We're recording this on Thursday, August 20th. And... We got the Blue Kool-Aid crew here, so joining us as always, I'm Big Z, and then we got Bob. Yo! We got UJ. Yeah! <laughs> and we got Rudd Dog. What up? Bob, Bob's joining us from a basement. UJ's got a leather... I'm ready to go! ...leather head on, and uh, uh, Rudd Dog, I think you're in a basement too, right? Rudd Dog's got yeah. his wife beat around. Behind me, you can see the map of the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um we're all, we're all indoors here but what what is going on outdoors is finally the lions are getting to some actual football we have some actual football to talk about now the lions have yeah. actually started training camp and not just sitting in a room going over film they are out there actually practicing and doing shit now and it, it, there's so there's a lot more exciting things to talk about on this episode that we've had in a little in a little while besides uh gushing about stafford and talking about COVID 19 stuff uh, but, uh, you know, I, I just want to get b- pretty much this episode is going to be bouncing all over the place based on like observations that we've uh, read from people that are actually there since we can't really uh, see what's going on in person or anything like that. But uh, the first thing that stood out to me, at least, maybe we'll go around the horn and things that stood out to you from what you guys have been reading 
and observing uh, from reporters online. The first thing I noticed is that, uh, and from the reports, is that Jonah Jackson has been fitting in really nicely. He hasn't been overpowered by anybody that he's faced, whether it's a one-on-one, whether it's in a scrimmage. Uh, and he's just looked remarkably consistent out there. And I think that's a really encouraging sign for the Lions at right guard because uh, the last – at least last year is kind of a whirlwind who who could be there who could perform consistently, and uh, if we can get a guy like Jackson a, a third round steal, that'd be that'd be clutch. And maybe the next Warford is that too much? To, is that a big reach? I don't know. Uh, I mean, you, he's in the same range as Warford, so yeah, I mean, well, draft wise, so talent wise, why not? Because yeah. what I've been reading is that he hasn't been bullied at all. The the worst like loss he's had, quote unquote, is like a stalemate at the line, which is uh, a win technically for the offensive lineman, right? Yeah. Oh, dog, you, you you got That's the right. you're the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, if they ain't getting to the ball, it's a, it's a loss for them. Exactly, and apparently, uh, in conjunction with Jackson at right guard, uh, it it seems like there's been notable improvement, at least from like. Uh, reporters looking at the run game again. It, they haven't had like real run game reps, I believe, uh, like truly full yeah. go all out. But uh, the size of a tie in conjunction with Jackson at the right guard position um, is really promising. But you know, we, they, there's always, uh, including us, we drink the blue Kool Aid early in the season. Absolutely, and uh, flows freely. And uh, this right side of the line is going to be the best ever. Well, they said yeah. the line is struggling. <laughs> Like if a tie was struggling a little bit in the passing game, but uh, in the run game, he looks really strong. So, uh, hey, uh, I think the run game is going to be critical to this uh, year's Lions, though, as far as winning football. So uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a good sign anyway. I think we can work around the passing game a little bit, but uh, he's, he's a good player. I think he'll be fine. I mean, that's, yeah. isn't that Bevel's scheme, basically? If you can plow the run and you can set up everything else, you're not going to get your – offensive linemen and disadvantages this disadvantageous positions very often because you're going to be controlling the game and and the lions got vitai uh for his run game prowess most uh importantly and and anything they get out of the passing game is better but like you were saying red dog a, a, a strong running game will help out that those offensive linemen in the pass game oh yeah and oh, yeah. but the, the only thing is uh you know for from Matt Stafford's perspective, it doesn't almost a poor run game equals a good play action because <laughs> he's put oh, yeah. up great, really good play action numbers the last few years, uh, regardless of how bad the run game has been. So if the Lions ever can establish a good run game, the the it's ceiling is the roof. Fair. The ceiling is yeah. the roof, as Michael Jordan would say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ceiling is the roof. It's a good one. Oh man! So uh, Bob, let's go to you. Uh, I mean. Uh, it, what have you been reading? Uh, who's someone else that stuck out to you uh, so far that you've been reading about? Well, uh, uh, Awarie has been looking really good from what I've heard in the uh, defensive backfield. Um, so far, Cephas, I, guess, I mean, that's um, – what's our number one guy? Akuda. Akuda. Akuda is <laughs> Akuda Matata. Hall of Famer, Cephas, you meant? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't been looking great from what I hear, but I wouldn't give that too much credence. It's really early, you know, and he's a – Young guy, so yeah. I think he'll be fine. And uh, once he gets some experience, but Iwari, I heard he uh, was doing really good. good. Did you? Okay, well I like that then. But, uh, I think UJ told me though, so I don't know how reliable that is. <laughs> Wait, Rod Dog, you're, he, he's he's talking about Akuda. He's talking about Akuda. No, 
Oh, I said, I, no, Cephas. You're talking about Cephas. No, I accidentally you? said Cephas. But I would mention Cephas because uh, from what I read, he actually has made some sweet grabs. I, mm -hmm. um, he's made some great catches. So maybe you got your uh, thing there, Rod Dog. Maybe he'll be the, the Michael Irvin of, of uh, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I'll settle for Anquan Bolden, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah and I, so and I guess uh, Swift uh, looks like a man out there, from what I've heard so far. Really yeah. Good. So that's very encouraging. But so, uh, back to Akuda for a second. Uh, what I, what I've heard and read is that uh, he he keeps losing his footing out there. It's a, like a it's a feet problem. Like trying to uh, he's he's he pretty much shadows until like that last cut that gets the receiver open before the throw. And that's oh, okay. where he's been losing his footing, especially against Cephas. And coming into uh, the draft when he was interviewed, and we've mentioned this before, is that uh, Okudo always said Cephas was the toughest receiver he went against in the in the Big yeah. Ten. So there, there's something to that. Uh, so maybe he's a, just a, he there. just stands there in awe of him, or maybe it's the, <laughs> if it's his feet, maybe it's the spikes. Maybe it's like the Lions Eagles game. You know, a few years back when they had the wrong spikes in that snow game and they lost. <laughs> yeah. you know, he, just, he just needs better spikes. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, all his teammates have been nothing but in high praise of Akuda and his work ethic and his ability to just take everything in and try to go out there and try d new things to adjust. Uh, in addition to that, I want to mention that Corey Unland, I've seen his name a lot of places, really getting involved with the coaching, especially with the defensive backs and Akuda. So uh, any struggles that Akuda has, I think could be the the worries can be uh, squished, uh, qualmed. Squished. Qualmed, I like right squished. Word? Squashed. Squished. Quashed. Squished yeah. Is good. <laughs> um, <laughs> by the fact that they have someone so much experience uh, coaching defensive backs, uh, running the defense. Look, if anybody's worried about Okuda now this early, it's just crazy, okay? Come <laughs> oh, on. Yeah. Like, and he may struggle early, you know, like Slay did. Hopefully not as bad as Slay did, but, uh, I mean, come on. Give him a break. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to you, UJ. Uh, what, what's somebody that's uh, stood out to you so far that you've uh, – uh, Well, I was happy to hear about. that Hawkinson apparently looks very good in practice. Uh, mm -hmm. And he's looking, looking healthy. So, uh, he says he still feels the injury, but uh, he's feeling 100%. So, I was happy about that. Um, I was sorry to see Jay Sean Cornell uh, get knocked out of the out of the game there. Uh, yeah. Leg injury. Yeah. Uh, I was actually kind of excited to see how that guy would do in the rotation. So, I was kind of bummed out about that. Uh, overall feeling point I'm reading though is uh, the guys who are hoping to look good are looking good. Galladay's looking good, Stafford's looking good, and some of the rookies are looking good too. So uh, yeah, I'm generally early on optimistic the way uh, camps are going right now. So my overall yeah. thought of it. Yeah, and the thing with TJ Hawkinson, he said he feels 100%. It's the mental part that he's got to get going on again because he right. was off that ankle for a, a while. Uh, all summer after he had uh, surgery and everything. So. And, and Rudd Dog said he, he's got yokes or something. He had a yoke. <laughs> someone played a yoke on He's yoking. He's yoked. He yoked. What does that yes. mean? It's like a slang in the workout community. You get yoked and you, you get swole. A lot of muscle. Oh. Have you, oh, seen, have you seen pictures of the guy lately? He's I thought you were just yoking. Swole. Oh, don't yoke me around. Uh, you guys. Never mind. Hey, speaking of uh, yoked guys, uh, have you guys uh, seen anything about Jared Davis? Because he got yoked and jacked or whatever. Yeah. How's he been doing? I haven't really read much about him. I haven't. 
They haven't, yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't so, read much. I've seen pictures of him. He looks good. He's out there with the guys, but I haven't really read much about what he's doing though. So yeah, I've been yeah, just curious. They've been putting him in a little bit in that Devin Kennard role, but uh, something I was gonna uh, move on to here is the fact that the actually they the guy they've been putting more in that Devin Kennard role so far, as far as that that Ed, they call him the Jack linebacker. Yeah, um, that edge rusher type that hybrid or whatever um christian jones has been taking up most of those reps so far in practice interesting oh zach <laughs> god damn it interesting. <laughs> maybe that's a better role for him i it don't know be, though. anything besides <laughs> don't put him in coverage whatever you do do not put that man in coverage um this, this is a role that we expected davis to uh take more part in and maybe he will be there i don't know but uh so f- uh, most of those reps so far have gone to christian jones interesting uh jared davis and uh reggie raglan to a small degree but christian jones uh what i've read has been taking up most of those reps so far so, <laughs> so uh old... no uh aquara no julian aquara um i think a little bit he's been rotating in there uh i'm just telling you who's taking most of the reps so far like he's gotten like mm. rookie snaps he hasn't been prominently uh featured yet in any of the the rotations not as much as like a jonah jackson who's been repping with the first team all uh since like day one yeah they've been Uh, talking about romeo more than julian at this point i'd I'd say (laughs) yeah and in one-on-ones uh julian aquara has been winning about uh, a little less than half of them i think so far so i uh, it'll be interesting to see how he uh develops here it's still it's still so early yeah yeah Hey, here's a feeling I'm getting to from what I'm reading now. Austin Bryant, uh, I have this. I don't know. I'm going to make a prediction here, okay? Prediction. I think Austin Bryant does not make the roster this year. Mm. Uh, I <laughs> have a feeling. Prediction. I just it, maybe it's a gut feeling for the uh, stories I'm reading, but uh, Lions just. I don't know. I don't know if they're happy with him. I know he's he's constantly hurt. There's something wrong all the time. He's on the pup list now, I believe. Uh, I don't know. I just don't know how long they're gonna go along with him. You know. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. It, it'd be tough to move on from a guy drafted in the fourth round a a year later. I mean, the the I, I lines agree, have but, you know, shown guy, Bob Quinn has shown to get rid of uh, you know mistakes early. <laughs> he doesn't dwell on them. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's my uh, out on a limb prediction right now that he doesn't make the <laughs> roster. So, yeah, one one guy who hasn't uh, stood up early is uh, Stenberg. Either Logan Stenberg. Yeah. I mean, I still yeah. have hope for him, but you're not expecting him to. The, this early, but uh, I was kind of right. hopeful that no, he would like stand out, surprise people. Well, like Rudd yeah. said, I think uh, he's got a lot of work on technique yep. uh, before he's uh, becomes a really yeah. competent I, lineman. I think he's got the tools, but just doesn't have the technique yet. Yeah, the the from the observations I've seen is that he's been competing out there. Like the guy, we we know he's got like you know the motor to compete. Uh, like you said, his technique. Apparently, he's been uh, he's been high a lot out of his stance, and that's something got to work on with that size. Uh, you probably have an easy tendency to go hot that to come high out of your stance, and he's got to get lower. Apparently, that's that's his biggest issue. Yeah. When they go high, we go low. Or no, what, how's that? Oh. <laughs> 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 or maybe they should talk. They should bring back um, uh, Marinelli and get pad level. You know. Yeah, you know, there you go. Yeah. He's always going the, on about that rock. Level. Have him pound some rocks. <laughs> have him dig some holes. And you know. Explore some caves or whatever he, he do. Every press conference was about pad level. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Do, do, does the NFL have those things where those guys like walk like under the metal poles? Do, do you know what I'm talking about? 
Rudd Dog or, or UJ. Oh, like, we had the shoots. Yeah, the shoots. But, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. got to go underneath it. And if you, like, well, hit your helmet on one of those things, it kind of it kind of hurt. <laughs> yeah. I, don't I wouldn't be surprised if they don't because that, that just seems like an extra thing that they'd want to, like, a liability issue. Oh, yeah. Like, someone hits their head on there, gets a concussion. Yeah, I'm joking. No, I, I don't think those things even work, to be quite honest. You, like, went too low in those things. Like, you know what? Every, everything's soft. No, it, no, they work. Hey, ah. everything's soft now. They're playing with all these big cushy pads with all these, these big, like, giant Dunkin' Donuts. You see that? That they tackle on the field? Like, they roll them down the field, and then they tackle the donut. Yeah. And then, uh, then they got these really giant cushy pads, like giant pillows. It's like a big pillow fight. They're just, they just, uh. and then you wonder why guys get hurt when the season starts because they haven't really hit anything solid. They're hitting freaking fluffy donuts all the time. So I don't know. I just think losing uh, some of the toughness. That's hey, it's uh, a thin line. UJ. What? You know what that's for, though, is when they do the, uh, at halftime, the donut race and the, the cup runs <laughs> out and the donut. Yeah. They go back for that big fluffy pill. They want to get that donut. You know? Oh, oh yeah. That makes sense. Thank you. That but I, there, there's definitely like a, a a balance to strike with uh, toughness of practice when you're trying to get longevity out of these guys. You can't just be doing tack, crazy tackling drills and stuff like you used to. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it's more fun to watch if you're visiting practice. But yeah, uh, I'd yeah, rather see right. them during during the regular season though. So I I see that. So, um, Bob, you mentioned him briefly, but DeAndre Swift, I just want to talk about a little bit because the word on him is that he, he looks like, uh, he's been in the league for a couple of years now. He, uh, he, 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 he's just dominating every linebacker, uh, Theo Riddick-esque, uh, in terms of, uh, on any cut, he doesn't lose speed. He has that agility where he, like you're not slowing down to make a cut he it, it maintains and it's really hard for all these linebackers to keep up with in uh in practice especially on a wheel route or uh you know like a, a, a i don't know a five yard out i guess uh routes like that he's just uh smoking people in practice so far so that that's really Ooh, promising baby. i know he's not getting first team yeah. reps oh, that's yeah. still going to carry on johnson but that's extremely uh, promising. Good to hear. At least. I, I just want to make an observation about Swift. Uh, this really meaningless observation. But do you want to make a Swift uh, observation? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the uh, you know how the, the, there's a lot of good pictures out there. Practices, and I love looking through the pictures. You know, we're finally seeing some real action. But there's a picture of DeAndre Swift uh, standing there with his lineman, and it struck me momentarily like this, he had a stature sort of like Barry Sanders, and they're built similar kind of close you know and he looked he didn't look like some little skinny guy there he looked you know he looked tough he looked i don't know it's just sort of visual observation that i think he looks the part really well so it just for a second reminded me of barry that's all sounds like you got a crush uj well you know Uh, (laughs) no but i agree this guy looks like he's got all the earmarks for the kind of back that could come in and you know explode in a first season in the nfl like you see it all the time where these young running backs come and no one's just quite ready for what they're capable of doing. And I think he's got that, that kind of pedigree. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think having him uh, is going to help carry on Johnson too, to compete, you know, those oh, guys yeah. are trying to one up each other. I mean, I'm sure they support each other, but they're also trying to, it's comp- competitive, you know, in every position. Oh, yeah. so I think that's great. Um, noticeably, notice, noticeably missing from today's practice, at least this is August twentieth, is um, 
Uh, Scarborough, he, he didn't practice at all, uh, and there's no word on if he's injured or what the deal is there. Um, another interesting uh, thing coming out of here is, uh, and I'm looking right now to confirm, yeah, that there. so Nick Bodden, we've talked about him at fullback, how he uh, maybe wasn't the – not the best that we've seen out of the fullback position necessarily. Uh, and there is mm -hmm. definitely a uh, emerging candidates to fill that position. Uh, so Isaac, Isaac Nauta has been getting reps. Uh, and Jason Kambinda, the former linebacker, has been getting a lot of fullback reps for the mm. Lions. So a, a, a guy that likes to stick his nose in there, they just put him on the offensive side of the ball instead to stick his nose uh, into, yeah. into other linebackers yeah. now. I love yeah. experiments like that. Like, you, I love I love that that taking like a outside of the box approach and putting someone out of position. And cause sometimes you get like the best results from guys like that. Just like he was in the wrong side of the ball, comes over and turns into a a beast as a fullback or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's always get, it's fun to see it done. Yeah. And uh, so I mean that'll be that'll be really interesting to see what happens there. The Lions like that, and uh, I know you you mentioned Rudd Dog. Uh, maybe maybe we'll see uh, T.J. Hawkinson in that full that eight. What are they called? The H back? That kind of flex back that goes like to the tight end position. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't. There's like H and Y, and I always yeah. forget which one is. The... And there's one more thing I want to mention about the backfield is that Jason Huntley has looked really good at least in the past game so far, and even uh, reports Ooh. coming out today across different reporters uh you know all these reporters come up with like their list of observations uh but justin rogers tim 20 chris burke all these guys all reporting that jason hunley looked really good in pass protection actually today so that's a that's a positive wow. sign very yeah. interesting um and i i still think i know you i don't know yeah we didn't we didn't agree on this but uh, I can't remember who said it, but Ty, you guys didn't think Ty Johnson was competing with Huntley, but I, I disagree. I think Ty Johnson could lose his roster spot to Jason Huntley. I think Ty Johnson is competing with Scarborough right now, to be honest with you. Mm. Mm. I think, yeah. honestly, all three of those guys are kind of uh, similarly like positioned. I, I, Scarborough has a little edge up because he's already kind of proven himself a little bit, but I don't know. Yeah. I think – when you see the speed that like Ty Johnson's capable of, they're going to give him every shot to make the team. Right, exactly. And just think of all that speed. I mean, we got all these guys with so much speed. I mean, Scarborough, yeah, he's a thumper, and it's nice to have a thumper on there, but uh, he's still, you say he proved himself. He did a little bit at the end of the season, but he's still no sure thing to make the team. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. And like speed, man, he can't have enough speed on the team. So uh, yeah. I don't know. I give Ty Johnson a fair shot of making the team. Yeah, well, that's why Huntley right. has speed, too. You know, that's why I, I see what Z's saying about how they're kind of competing with each other. Yeah. They're yeah. More, more similar styles, I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I see I see Huntley as a, definitely a smaller version, though. Like, I think uh, Ty Johnson's a little more of a, a bigger back who can actually kind of run between the tackles a bit more without getting destroyed. And – I, I read it somewhere, and I didn't see too much because it's highlight reels, but Huntley did have a, a little bit of a knock on his resume for getting ragdolled a little bit too much. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I mean, the guy broke a ton of tackles. Like, he, yeah. he led college football breaking tackles, but apparently that also led to him getting taken some nasty 
blows. So you know how that works in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we'll see much of Huntley this year, but I, I hope we do see him though, because I, I, he's kind of interesting guy yeah. to watch. So great. We'll yeah. see. I, I'm excited about his prospects. Oh yeah. Hey, Zeke. Yeah, I want to mention one other guy too, and I can't think of his name offhand. He's that tight end from Washington. Uh, Hunter Bryant. A couple of reporters have been really uh, high on this kid. Yeah. They say he looks really good in practice and he catches everything. So that that I don't know. that was uh, you know that's what a lot of people said about him. And the the problem with him is uh, he's got to block somewhat. <laughs> Apparently, he's terrible at a, mm-hmm. a terrible blocker. Like if you throw him well, out there, more... don't expect a run. <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought it was more of a health issue with him than well, uh, that. Well, that was part of it, too. That was part of it, too. But uh, yeah, when he is healthy, the blocking is uh, very subpar, is what the report was. So, yeah. Um, but the past game, like you said, he's looked really good so far in practice, reportedly. Yeah, at least he looks ha- good in half of the game. You yeah. know? <laughs> Better to look good doing something <laughs> than just, just being average at both. True. Very true. Um, yeah. One one more man we we didn't mention yet is uh, Matt Stafford. This guy of uh, this guy uh, this quarterback of ours that we've had for a few years now, a few years. Have right? we talked about him before? Have we given him any airtime? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say Stafford? Yeah. Hmm, raise a bell. Yeah. Um. So Matt Stafford apparently has just looked phenomenal. Uh, like just dropping dimes everywhere across the field. Him and Jones and Galladay. And this is so important, especially in this, uh, you know, no preseason. Uh, the veterans probably have a leg up in terms of the beginning of the season that they've played together, Jones, Galladay, Amendola. We got to really like that coming into this season, especially with the circumstances, is that they have all this experience together. It's not a first-year coordinator on either side of the ball. And uh, that, I think, is going to show up really early in the season because Jones and Galladay apparently – uh, are looking really good too. Galladay in his uh, last year of his contract too, so he's going to be really playing for something. Uh, yeah, today. and uh, yeah, Stafford's dog died. And if you ever saw that Keanu Reeves what? movie where the dog gets killed, <laughs> no, you know, know how it's going to drive him <laughs> for revenge. You know, so it's going to motivate him this season. I have heard other court, uh, defenses call him Baba Yaga, so. You know, Every game they're going to call Stafford, you hate the Bears killed your dog. <laughs> and the next game, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. oh, that's too Aaron bad. Trubisky pass. Dog. That's, that's a sad thing. Who's in yeah. the Very sad. It is. It is. Yeah. It is I, yeah, I didn't know that. And there's a, a couple other. I know we're, we're jumping around here offense, defense, offense, defense, but. uh. Um, Jamie Collins, he's gotten a lot of rest, I guess, in these practices so far, but when he's been out there, he's just been all over the place, deflecting passes, um, making it look easy on, uh, like a pulling guard and taking him out and things of that nature. So no worries there. Um, and another guy that, um, is trying to get his way into the rotation at linebacker, uh, is Jalen Reeves Mabin. Uh, I, I, I would continue to I, I would have pictured to have him uh, in there like he was last year a, spe- a special teams uh expert and then in passing downs um but n- not a lot has changed with him really though there is a I want to get your guys opinion on this it, uh is Stafford's apparent uh, slogan for the season I don't I don't understand maybe some one of you dagger can explain time. it yeah dagger time what's the dagger time to put the, Time to put the dagger uh, in the, the game. They, they've been lacking that at the end of the game, you know, to put a team away. That's true. 
the dagger, you know, it's isn't that how they did it in the old days, in the gladiator yeah. days, and they yeah, the you got him down, then you got to put the dagger in him, finish him yeah. off. Yeah, so I think it's good. it's a good. Oh, I like that. Okay, yeah. Usually you just hear when you're like up by like you know twenty points or something like, like that. That's usually when you the hear the violence of it. Finish him! Finish him! <laughs> Savage. That's what it is. Finishing. That's what we got to do. That's what this team's got to do. So do we? Finish. Do we like the slogan? I do. I like, no, it. I like it. I'm okay with it. And I, oh, there could be some badass art done from that, like lions and sword daggers and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like some, You're like, a big sword guy. You know what I mean? You're a big sword guy, yeah. right, dog? I am a big sword guy. So, but, like, so what? obviously, this would be daggers. What but... kind of dagger? What kind of dagger? <laughs> what? what do you I don't mean? know. I don't know if you have dagger. a preferred dagger. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea dagger. <laughs> I don't know. Just, you know, a long dagger. What's uh yeah. oh, like? No, never mind. It could be Sting, you know. Sting's a dagger, but it's a sword for the hobbits. You know? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um. So dagger. Hey, uh, dagger can, time. Can I just go off this dagger time thing for a second? I think this kind of relates to the whole lion's attitude changing. I mean, I love Darius Slay, but he wasn't buying in. So with him gone, I think the guys we have here are the guys who are buying in. So maybe they don't have as much talent as him. But I, I like the whole attitude. I think this is the year it's going to start clicking with Patricia and Quinn and their vision. It's got to all come together. They got their guys in there. So. I agree with you, Bob. I agree 100%. <laughs> That's why we drink yeah. Kool-Aid here. We believe. Oh, yeah. The Kool-Aid is flowing. <laughs> the Kool-Aid is flowing. So good. Wow. So good. Hey, uh, to, speaking of Kool-Aid, another observation. I, I don't know if anyone mentioned him too much, but Frank Ragnow sounds like he's continuing his path towards all pro. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. Oh, and now that you mentioned, now that you mentioned the center, um, it's been interesting to me that Jonah Jackson has been getting some reps at center, and Logan Stenberg, they've been trying to get reps at center as well. Stenberg's been uh, struggling a little bit more with the snap than uh, Jackson so far. I just found that interesting mm. that they're even uh, rotating him in there at all. Either of those hey, guys. Where, where did Vitai? No, where did he go to? Who? Vitai, that right tackle guy. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up. I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm just curious because now we got three out of our five linemen are Big Ten guys, right? Isn't Dahl from Washington or? I mean, we're three fifths Big Ten, maybe four fifths if Vitai went to. Yeah, I'm looking it up now. Um, he went to TCU. TCU. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> not a Big Ten influence. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Back to your first point, though, Zach, about just being surprised with them playing center. That's. I think that should be. That's just par for the course. You always cross train your interior linemen, especially or and just to find out how they're going to handle that position. Do they represent a potential backup at that spot? Because it's always your best yeah. five yeah. on the field, ideally. So you want to be able to make sure, like, if it's, you know, Hawkinson or uh, Ragnow goes down and Jonas Jackson's our best, second best guy, and then do we want to – maybe our best – we have a better right guard than we have a better backup yeah. center, you know. We can just slide Ragnow No, definitely. Keep best but that's also the case of making so. for Tyrone Crosby to get some time at guard, and they never did it. Yeah, you're right, though. <laughs> so that, I don't know. What is with that? I don't understand. I, he, must, he must not be proving himself. I mean, it, it's all you can say after this much time goes by. We keep saying no. about Tyrone Crosby. Well, maybe he just is not looking as good as they want him to look. 
I'm just, we're just saying, why don't they try him at guard, yeah, UJ? That, we're not saying well, anything about how he's doing. I agree. But with they you. never even tried him at a different I, Yeah, position. I never read anything about him even getting reps at guard in practice. You don't think they thought about that? Or I mean, come on. Give know. these guys well, we just, I don't know. Yeah, but why wouldn't? Maybe if they were oh, on goodness. hard knocks, we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh my God! Stop. Why do you bring this pain back to me? But you know now oh. we'll never see him on hard knocks now because they're probably going to win the Super Bowl this yeah. year. It's tough. In the next probably four, five, six years, well, they're not going to be on hard knocks for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what about uh, oh, Jack Fox? Isn't he our punter now? Have you guys seen any of the punting stuff? Oh, no, no, I seen is that the guy? I did see a video. Yeah, I did see a video of the punters <laughs> practicing catching the snaps. Like they put their arms around yeah. the goalposts and they catch the ball coming to them. That was that's all I saw about punters so far. I didn't read yeah. anything or hear anything. Yeah. yeah, I don't know anything about the competition yet. I was just curious. I just want to see the Australian guy win for no reason at all. I think yeah. it'd be fun. They'll play the waltzing Matilda music when he comes out. And... <laughs> I hope he smokes yeah. a cigarette when he comes on the yeah. field. You know, like. Hey, mate. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Cheers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you guys uh, – did you guys have anything else to add to this uh, conversation? Uh, Marvin Hall continues to uh, put up good reps. That was another thing I wanted to throw out there. Um, I do want to throw out one more thing, uh, Z. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Agnew. Uh, oh, I yeah, yeah, ask, yeah. That's a really good one. I just want to ask you guys, what do you, what do you think of his chance of making the team this year? I'd say just decent. I mean, I don't know. He's he's yeah. already been an all you know all pro returner. It's up to him, obviously, but I yeah. don't see why not. They want the but guy he's around. Playing, he's playing wide receiver now, full time. Oh my I, god, I forgot I mean, about I that. I mean, that's that, that's yeah, exciting. That's what like, I've been asking for for like the last couple of years because he's been terrible on the defensive speed. back. Yeah, but now now he's playing wide receiver and his competition's ten times stiffer than it was a year. Yeah, no, year. definitely. Yeah. But yeah. he can he can but, return returner kicks, though, so that's that makes it versatile a little bit. So yeah, yeah little true, edge. it does. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's going to depend on EJ. It's going to depend on can he break some big plays in practice and show him the weapon he could potentially. I mean, we already know he can kind of be a weapon, but is it going to t- translate into reality? I think that's what they're going to want to see in practice. If he's on a bubble, if I, I don't know, I I don't know if he's on a bubble right now. I don't know where they really think about him, but. I think they know he has untapped potential as an offensive weapon. It's just a matter of if he can show it, you know, before. So if starts. Agnew makes the roster, then does Marvin Hall not make the roster? The that's a that's yeah. A question. Marvin that's Hall was a valuable guy last year and could be even better this year. Mm-hmm. He's the only. Well, guy how many receivers take the top off a of defense at least that we've seen? So, but what if Agnew can do it better? He's faster, probably. I don't know. I mean, Mar- I know. I mean Marvin Hall, the- I mean, it's tough to make those, like, over-the-head catches down the sideline. Like, he made some really, really nice catch. They were good throws, but you got to be able to catch it, too. And those are some really nice catches. Yeah. I just think Agnew's cut out for him. He's going to have a tough time. Uh, you know, if he just if he succeeded as a defensive back, which, unfortunately, he didn't, uh, he'd be much more valuable. But now they're trying to move him to offense, and the only value he's really going to have, because he's not going to make the receiver room, it's just, it's just not. There's too much competition. Is is running back kicks? So is keeping him on the roster that that important? Wait, but running just especially running when you got kicks. like Jason Huntley Wait. now that you just signed, who's yeah, good. Huntley can run back kicks. He's just as fast. I mean, you got some fast guys on. 
I don't know. It's it's going to be a tough decision. I don't, I don't know. I don't think they make these transitions to offense lightly. Like they don't seem to move play. They, they want him to succeed. So I have a feeling they're going to give him some, they have some idea of how they might use him. So if, if those plans show promise, then I think he's got a good chance. Cause like you just said, if he can be on the roster just as a returner, they, and they can keep him in the, the wide receiver room as an extra receiver. You know, it's an all, there's no, it's not like he has to only be in one room. So, yeah. Um, well, he does because of covered COVID restrictions. It needs to be in a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's right. Damn you, COVID. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, the, uh, there are like reports that Jamal Agnew has looked good at wide receiver. He's he's been getting open a lot, uh, getting a lot of separation, at least in seven on seven. So, say what you will. Yeah, about Rod that. Dog, is he the next yeah. Michael Irvin? Oh no, that's Cephas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not. You know, I wish Agnew well. How dare you compare him to Cephas? Cephas is like already <laughs> reaching Hall of Famer level. So. <laughs> All right, uh, gentlemen. Uh, listeners, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. But we one more thing. Whoa, wait, what? One more thing. I just want to throw this in there because I thought it was, I don't know, it was funny or whatever. But that Fulgham guy, that receiver we had. Oh uh, yeah, we let him. We let him. Josh Fulgham was his name. And Travis. Then, Travis. Travis Fulgham. Fulgham. I'm sorry, Travis Fulgham. The Packers picked him up on waivers. He lasted about two practices and he's gone. <laughs> he's, they say he's probably going to be out of football now, but. I just well, you can't scout them all, right? Curiosity thing, because I don't know. Anyway, sorry, Z. Go ahead. All right, I think that is going to wrap it up now officially for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but thank you everybody for listening. We're just glad to get talking about real football now. No, none of this uh, other outside stuff at the moment. Uh, we're just getting down to football. And it is really close. It is right around the corner, 22 days away from the opening day, um, September 12th, or 23 days. Either way, really close. Um, so just uh, keep on listening. Uh, as we get closer to the season, we'll have more episodes coming out and more frequently. And uh, just thank you for listening. Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to the podcast. Please leave a review. We really appreciate it, and please share it. Um, because they're all part of this uh, drinking the blue Kool Aid community. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Bob, UJ, Rudd Dog. Last but not least, as always, go. go. Charging team that will not yield, and when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Go. Go. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. 
and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save